We begin with a simple meditation, allowing your body to relax and enjoy the conversation which is to come. Sit comfortably and when you are able to, close your eyes. Place your attention on your breath as you inhale and exhale through your nose. With each inhale, drive your breath into your belly, allowing it to expand. And as you exhale, allow the breath to exit with a gentle sigh. One more deep breath in, into your belly. And a gentle exhale as you sigh. And again, a deep inhale into your belly, allowing for a full exhale as you sigh. As you bring your breath to a regular calm pace, inhaling and exhaling through your nose, allow for a wave of relaxation to wash over your body. Finding any areas that may be holding tension. Begin scanning at the top of your head, noticing your brow, your jaw, and releasing any tension. Scan your neck, your shoulders, lifting your shoulders up to your ears and allowing them to drop. And again, lifting the shoulders up to the ears and allowing them to drop. Feeling the weight of the world rolling off. As you continue to relax, allow your chest and your upper back to release as you become aware of the beating of your heart in your chest. You may gently place your fingertips on your sternum, feeling the beating of your heart. Chin to chest in gratitude. As you continue to relax, let any tension go from your belly and you may place one hand on your heart and one on your belly, connecting the vibration of these two centers through your hands. Release even further, feeling the weight of your body on your seat as you place your hands on your lap. Allow for this wave of relaxation to wash over your legs, puddling at your feet with any traces of tension disappearing into the ground. Continue to inhale and exhale through your nose, allowing yourself to relax even further Breathe for another three rounds of breath. And when you're ready, you may open your eyes. Hello, and welcome to the Live Journal Podcast. I'm your host, Paola Atlason, holistic nutritionist and wellness coach. 
During the show, I will be in conversation with renowned wellness experts in service to their community. We'll be sharing personal stories, tips and tricks, and the self-care rituals which keep them grounded. Let's begin. Today's chat, we're going to be discussing all things wellness. I have a few questions to answer that are fantastic and will shed some light into some common uh, concerns that you have. Um, before we begin, I would like to make a few announcements. Number one, my November coaching availability is open. I have group space available. I have one-on-one -on -one mentorship space available, and I still have, I believe, one spot in my advanced group. So you can see all details and dates on my um, website. The groups are November 2nd, November 11th. Mentorship can start at any time and the advanced group is on November 2nd. If you are unsure of what these groups are, what these offerings are, you can come to one of my complimentary intro chats which happen every Thursday at 2 p.m. You can DM me if you have an urgency or you can also book a wellness assessment all through the link in my bio or on my website. Um, and we can go deeper with a wellness assessment. You actually walk away with some information. That's announcement number one. Number two, I'm going to be hosting a seven-day ideal plate challenge beginning on November 1st. This will be hosted on a new community platform I am creating and launching then. It's going to be full of um, videos, recipes, techniques, um, for you, for you, for your own personal use. There are tiers of membership. If you have done my programs before, you'll have the Paula again accessibility through there. If you are part of my program, you'll have your journey platform there. But if you're new to this and you just want to get the hang of what it is that I do and get a taste of what my coaching feels like, come join me for the seven day ideal play challenge. It's free of charge. If you are already on my newsletter, you will get an invitation to join the platform. But if you're not, make sure to go to the link in my bio today or on my website under free events and you will get an opt-in box to sign up um, to a wait list for free events. And this is one of those free events. So make sure you're in there because the email invitations are going to go out by the end of the week to get you ready. The seven day ideal plate challenge will consist of me giving you daily prompts and inspiration for you to get in the mindset and see how we can improve your eating habits. It's going to be simple. I'll be there with you every step of the way and you walk away with tools that you can implement in your day to day. What, what more do you want than that? Simple techniques that will help you feel happy, healthy, and free of all the nonsense of all the things we've learned that we actually don't need in terms of diet culture and restriction and punishment. I'm going to teach you how to build a delicious, abundant, simple plate of food that you can have in your home or how to order at a restaurant or if you're traveling, especially now that the holidays are coming. So if you want to learn a little bit, come and join again through the link in my bio, free events, put your email and your name in there and you'll get an invite to join my new brand new shiny platform that's going to be full of goodies just for you. Um, the third announcement and final for the day, I promise, is the Journey Retreat is coming in February 
2022 is going to be a beautiful live gathering in the Dominican Republic. So if you're interested in finding out more about this retreat, also go to the free event, sign in your, um, add your email, your name, and you'll receive updates regarding, we're going to be by the water, we're going to be eating delicious food, we're going to be practicing self-care techniques and rituals, it's going to be a rebirth, it's going to be magical and amazing, and I'm co-hosting it with my dear teacher and friend, Elizabeth Trainer. And it's going to be beautiful and epic. Space will be limited. So if you really want to know when I start rolling out details, sign up to that free events newsletter page. Link in my bio or go on my website so you don't miss anything. Um, now I want to dive into our conversation. If anybody, as always, wants to ask any questions, I'm solo today. No guests because I wanted to use the space to really dive deep into answering all of your questions and addressing some of the concerns you may have. Now that the holidays are coming, we love holidays, right? We like to celebrate. We want to be with our family. Hopefully, we're going to see loved ones that we may not have seen for a while. But for some, it's a time of, you know, getting a little bit nervous because... We've learned to fear food, which is so sad and so unfortunate that we are afraid of celebration through food, even though food should be celebration, but food is also our nutrition. The problem is that we're not understanding how to create that balance of getting what I need and getting what I want, right? We're always looking at food as, from a fear-based perspective, not understanding how what it does in our body. So I want to make sure that there is a clear understanding that food is great. It doesn't matter if it's something that's bringing you joy and may not be the quote-unquote healthiest food, but you're eating it with joy That's great. And the same as if you're eating the healthiest meal, but you understand it's nourishing you is great. The last thing you want to have is negative thoughts and feelings around your food. It's better to eat the junkiest street food package thing you find, eating it with joy, than eating the healthiest food and feeling that it's so boring and, and, and it's so sad or, or, or looking at a plate of food knowing that it's healthy, but it's not going to satisfy you emotionally. It's important to have both. We need to be able to understand that healthy food can be joy-filled and that food that may not be the healthiest, it's also um, amazing. And, and, and it's, it's all about the feeling that we have around the food. So now that we're going into the holidays, it's a really good time to understand what am I doing on my day-to-day? -day? How am I approaching food? Am I sitting down to eat my meals? Am I getting three complete meals? You guys know I'm very anti-fasting, anti-intermittent fasting, anti-not eating. Because what we've been told, especially as women, is the less you eat, the better. Move more, eat less. It's all about the calories. And it's not that. Do calories count? Absolutely. It's, a, it's an energy. It's a, it's, a, it's a count. That's how we measure the energy in, in food. That's how we measure energy in the body. But is that 
all? Is that all that matters in how you're providing nutrition for your body? No, because calories that comes from packaged food full of chemicals and ingredients you can't pronounce is not the same as calories coming from food that is whole and nurturing you and supporting you. But then the emotions come in and the feelings come in. So you want to make sure that you're approaching food from a joy-filled perspective. So that's why going into the holidays, if we're going there and thinking of, oh, I'm not going to eat this day because I'm going to have a big dinner for Thanksgiving or which which of the bad things am I going to choose, you know, quote unquote, am I going to have the wine or the pie? What? How do I navigate that? Listen, at the end of the day, if you have been eating how my, my, my motto is eat three meals a day, ideal plate them, you're good, right? If you don't know what my ideal plate is, it's on my highlights, it's in my website, ask me. Ideally, it's, um, you have cooked vegetables, you have raw vegetables, you have protein, you have good fats, right? That's, that's the basic of what you need. What does that look like? You choose. What's your ideal protein? You want salmon, you want some chicken, you want some beef, you want some eggs. What are your raw vegetables? Arugula, lettuce, cucumbers, beets, anything that you love. Um, what are your cooked vegetables? Sauteed spinach, roast zucchini, steam some beets, you name it. If you need starch, quinoa is great, sweet potatoes, potatoes are fantastic. And then your good healthy fats, which are um, good olive oil, grass-fed butter, coconut oil, coconut butter, a little piece of hard cheese, um, crushed nuts. The The point is that if you have all of these components in a plate, that's why I call it the ideal plate, it's like your complete vitamin pill. The problem is we're not eating like that. We're eating very small amounts of little bits of things and we're skipping meals by the end of the day. We're starving. The body's like, what are you doing? But if you can manage to eat most of your meals in this ideal plate way and you realize that you have 21 meals in a week that's 21 opportunities to nourish your body by the time you eat a piece of cake or have a glass of wine or pizza or burger or whatever your hug is you're good because you're, you've been giving your body everything it needs to feel supported, not only to survive, but to thrive. But we're not eating to thrive. Most of us are eating in a way where we're punishing ourselves. Oh, I shouldn't eat this. I shouldn't eat that. Um, this is the healthy. This is not healthy. And it's so confusing. Erase that. Simplify it. You know, cooked vegetable, raw vegetable, protein, good fats. If you need starch, quinoa, potato, sweet potato, avoid the processed stuff. Right? Make it pretty. So that when you look at the plate, I, I always share the foods from my clients. If you see, I, I always require my clients to send me photos of their foods, not to track macros, but for me to be able to see if they're eating enough. So we have a WhatsApp chat and daily they'll send me their breakfast, their lunch, and not Pinterest, you know, not Instagram photos. I just want to see how they're eating and when they're eating. And in the beginning, it's very shy. It's like, oh, you said cooked vegetable. There's like one carrot. You said protein there's like one piece of chicken and there's a giant salad because that's another misconception that we've been told each salad fills you and the fiber you don't need to be full you don't need to be filled with fiber your body gets satiated with less volume of food if you have the right ideal plate combination it will tell you okay i have enough you don't need to be filling yourself the all these tricks right 
So if you have the right combination of food, you're actually going to feel better. You're going to be done and you're going to be able to thrive. You don't want to eat to just survive. What? How do you know the difference if you're tired every day, if you're not sleeping well, if you're not going to the bathroom, if you're working out and you're feeling depleted, if you don't have patience to deal with people or your children or your family, if you're irritable, you're, you're alive. But are you thriving? What does thriving mean? You wake up and you're awake. You don't need to be jumping out of bed, but you're not like, oh my God, let me hit this snooze button. No, you're awake, you get out of bed. You have the energy to do all of the activities you need to do throughout the day. You feel alert. You don't have mental fog. You feel organized. You feel like doing things. And by the time the evening turns around, you can go to bed easily. You can put your head down on your pillow and have a full night's sleep. That's thriving. Thriving doesn't mean like, I'm the king of the world. That's a great feeling to have too. And you may actually feel like that. But we, we, we're, we're kind of just surviving daily in how we're treating ourselves. You know, if your car breaks down, you take it to the shop. If your phone's running out of battery, you plug it in. If your dryer or washing machine breaks, you call somebody to repair it. Are you doing that for yourself? No. We go to the doctor when we're already broken down. The body gives us all these opportunities. The body's extremely resilient and it's always giving us these little clues. I'm tired. Oh, why four o'clock comes around and I'm so tired and we've normalized that. You shouldn't feel like you're falling asleep by four o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, I, I, I ate this and that and I'm so bloated and I got the bloat. You're not supposed to get bloated. Oh, I'm, I'm 35 and now my back hurts. I guess it's my time. No, you're not supposed to hurt. That's, you're, you're surviving day to day. You want to survive or do you want to thrive? And the easiest, most impactful thing you can do is eat. Eat properly. Just eat a balanced plate. My ideal plate is the key to that. And I'm not bragging. I'm being honest. And I didn't learn. I didn't make that up. I learned that. And I practice it. And that's what I teach. Just eat your food, guys. Cut out all the noise. It's so sad. Especially, I bet, I'm going to put money on this. How many people are planning or are currently doing a fast or extreme dieting because the holidays are coming? How many are you planning on it or are already doing it? How many have ordered kits to fast before the holidays? How many of you are planning on how you're going to double up on your workouts because the holidays are coming? What if I tell you, you don't have to do that. Just eat, but eat the right way. Again, if you want to do the seven day challenge, it's free. We're going to start November 1st. I'm going to teach you all the basics and you're going to have that under your belt by the time Thanksgiving comes. You can eat everything you want because you have been, you know how to provide your body with what it needs so that it, it, it loves it when you hug it with food. Again, let's change the language that we use. Cheating is my cheat meal. I'm going to Saturday. No, it's a hug. Something that makes you feel good. Why, why do we call that cheating? It's a food hug. It's something that either that makes you feel good or just taste good. It's okay for you to like something that just tastes good. You know, we kind of demonize all the things that actually taste really good. Not that vegetables don't taste good. I crave 
vegetables. I crave protein. It does intuitive eating comes from when you understand what your cravings are and what your body's trying to tell you. And you notice that you start craving things that are actually highly nutritionally dense. Like I'll, all of a sudden I'll crave like a beet salad. I feel like eating beets and I know it's exactly which beets, beet celery with onion. I Today I want to eat some beets. You know, if I'm thinking about protein, what do I feel like eating? I wouldn't mind having like some really crispy done roast chicken with that, with that beet salad, maybe some mashed potatoes. Intuitive eating is you being able to say, okay, what am I, what do I need in those, in those categories, right? Intuitive eating is not, oh, I feel like eating tacos and margaritas every day because that's my, what my body wants. No, that's not what your body wants. Those are hugs. Those are delicious and they have their place. But we need to be able to clear the conversation and really understand how to eat to thrive, not to just survive. So if anybody has any questions, please ask them now. I'm going to go look at the questions box because some people actually sent some great questions. Okay, this is a great one. Let's see if you can see it. Tips for packing ideal plate lunches for back to office work. So the easiest thing is when you have time, when you're already in the kitchen cooking something, cook double. Or if you're there making breakfast, roast some chicken, roast some veggies or a piece of salmon while you're in the kitchen. If you're, you don't have to, you know, a lot of the, the issue with prepping, I don't even like calling it meal prep, with batch cooking or preparing food, extra food is people feel, like, oh, I have, now I have to dedicate my whole Sunday to make all this food to have for the week. No, how boring is that? I've done it. I did it. It's not fun that you now have to spend a day where you want to be outside or doing something because it's not like you're cooking like one happy meal. If like the idea of cooking as a chore, which is a whole other conversation, if you have to cook massive amounts of food, it's not that fun. But if you're already cooking something and you're like, let me just throw a little extra there or let me, if I'm using the stovetop, let me roast something for later. So for packing ideal plate lunches, or back to the office, make sure that you have food in the fridge that you can put in a container and you take it with you. Lunch for me is the one meal that don't try to make it too fun. You can be creative with breakfast because you have more time at home. If you want to make eggs and you want to saute some greens or you want to make my beautiful goddess smoothie and get creative with that. And then you can get really creative with dinner because you have more time. There's no pressure. Lunch is one meal that we actually tend to skip because we either don't have anything to eat. If you're working from home, you don't have anything to eat in the fridge. Or you don't know how to order if you're working out and you're, you're picking up food. Don't think too much about lunch. Lunch is almost like you just got to eat it. So have some roast vegetables, a little bit of salad, and a piece of chicken or a couple of boiled eggs, something that creates that ideal plate. Keep it simple and mentalize yourself to understand this is the meal I have to eat. I'll be creative with breakfast. I'll be creative with lunch. That doesn't mean you can't be creative with, I mean, with dinner. You, you can't be creative for lunch. If you made a beautiful dinner the night before and you have half of it to bring with you, that's fantastic. But when in doubt, just ideal plate something and eat it. So keep it simple. Okay. 
Anybody asking any questions? Somebody had asked, um, what is your favorite nourish, nourishing autumn food? I mean, I'm a squash girl and I love kabocha squash. Does anybody know what kabocha squash is? We actually use a version of that or that in Dominican cooking. I'm Dominican. And we call it aoyama, which is kind of, it means squash. But this specific one is that dense, Really bright orange. You can eat the peel. Japanese um, cuisine uses it a lot. And we actually use it to thicken beans. We add it into stews. We mash it with plantains. And it's just, that is like a hug for me. And my grandmother, when I was a child, she would um, steam it. And then she would mash it with a shit ton of butter, a little bit of apple cider apple cider vinegar and salt and, or she would saute red onion in the vinegar and add it and mash that so for me that's the one kabocha squash look it up try it um let me see no other questions here but somebody said yeah it's true eating is a gift you know how many people don't have food and we're here complaining about what i shouldn't eat um somebody's saying that they called it Zapallo, zapallo in Colombia, cabocha, aoyama, zapallo. Okay, another question. Do you recommend taking a probiotic? Now, in general, yes, but if you have SIBO, SIFO, IBS, you're getting a lot bloated a lot, um, there's some kind of microbiome imbalance in your gut. I would consult with somebody before you just go buy some probiotics because some strains of probiotics actually can make that worse. And probiotic is a term for many different forms of bacteria. So, you, you know, I love seed probiotic. It's a human strain probiotic. It doesn't come from milk or dirt. It comes from humans. Um, very sanitized, but you don't want to just go in popping uh, probiotics if you are feeling a lot of discomfort until you know what is producing it because the probiotics may alleviate some of that, but if it's a gut microbiome imbalance, it may actually make it worse. So don't just go to Whole Foods and buy some probiotics and, and take that because people, somebody told you. So consult with somebody like me or a um, nutritionist or your doctor. Um, and they need more details to understand what's going on in order to be able to prescribe that. But we do need more bacteria. Most of us are not carrying the right bacteria in our gut, so that could be a good way to populate that. Okay, let's see. Another question. I'll answer a couple more questions. Um, what is your current favorite goddess smoothie flavor? For me, it's always chocolate, year-round. I play with other things. Cardamom and lemon zest, delicious. Cinnamon and flaxseed or nutmeg and flaxseed, love it. Blueberry, spinach, great. Strawberries, vanilla, mm-hmm, chocolate. That's got what, how I get my chocolate kick, and I make it really chocolate. I've been buying this raw cacao at my local health food store, the Health Nuts. 
Don't remember the brand, but it does the trick. It's like a milkshake to me. And it's, I don't even add anything else. I do um, cacao, raw cashew butter. I like Elmhurst cashew milk. Um, I'll add my collagen, I'll add a pinch of salt, and I'll add some spinach and a couple of cubes of ice. And I keep it at that. And that's my jam year round. Okay, let's see if we have another question. Oh, this is a good one. Tips for eating enough at lunch to avoid snacking before dinner. The ideal plate. If you eat an ideal plate that's abundant and robust, you're going to be fine. Also, if you have breakfast, a lot of us are not having breakfast. Then we have whatever for lunch and then we're starving. So by the time dinner comes, you're just going to start eating like an hour before you have dinner because you're hungry. And hunger is not just feeling it in your stomach. Hunger is you feel cranky. You feel tired. You're irritable. You are very thirsty. There's it's just sensations in your body that your body's telling you need more so how to avoid snacking before dinner make sure you're having your breakfast it can be your goddess smoothie or eggs berries sauteed greens which is what i recommend have a robust ideal plate lunch does it have to be the most fun lunch no but make sure you're having raw vegetable cooked vegetable protein a little bit of good fat and if you need starch a little bit of that avoid the grains and the processed stuff and at the end of the day, though, if you are hungry at 4 p.m., truly hungry, you need to eat something. What we don't want to do is be having um, six to eight meals a day. That's nonsense. You're digesting all day. You're not allowing for your body to detoxify. There has to be gastric emptying. When we eat, the food goes to the stomach and it goes into all the other pathways of digestion. We need to let that happen without keeping continuing to put food in there because then we're digesting all day and we're not allowing for all of these other functions um, for the body to to cleanse itself. The body cleanses itself naturally. So eat, guys. Don't be afraid of food. But if you notice that it's a pattern that you're hungry every day, are you eating breakfast? Are you eating lunch, a proper lunch? If not, go and do that. And I'm going to answer one last question unless anybody wants to ask live on the chat. This is a great one. Do you recommend eating animal protein at lunch and dinner? If not, what instead? It depends. If you have not been eating protein for a long time, we have to replenish the body. So when you start my program, I do have you consume protein at every meal because protein is contains, protein is a macro, Amino acids is a micronutrient. Only animal protein has complete amino acids. So if you eat meat, you immediately get the full hit of the building blocks to build your tissues, bones, skin, blood, nails. Not only that, protein helps these amino acids help us with bodily um, metabolic functions. Protein is not just to build muscle, it's for metabolic function. So if you haven't been eating protein, it's like, imagine if your your walls, 
the paint is getting chipped and you're not fixing it and it's just chipping and chipping and chipping and then holes start happening and you're not fixing it and you're like la 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 the walls are the walls are we don't see that because we're not seeing into our tissues but that's what happens the body is in a constant regeneration regenerating cycle it breaks down builds up breaks down builds up breaks down builds up those cells need to go out we need to replenish with the food with the nutrients to rebuild so if you're not eating protein, you're missing out. Can you get uh, amino acids from vegetables? Yes, but they're incomplete. So you have to work a lot harder to make a complete essential amino acid profile from vegetables than you do from eating a little bit of meat. And that's why sometimes people that are um, only plant-based or exclusively plant-based or vegan can eat massive amounts of food because the body's telling you, I need more. I don't have the complete formula there. So give me more, give me more because you're trying to get it. It's like putting a puzzle together as opposed to eating one egg or a little piece of salmon or a little piece of meat. Then you get it. And then the body's like, thank you. Now, don't go from zero to 100. You don't have to start eating massive amounts of meat. And is this a lifelong plan? No. After that, you can you intuitively will know the days or the meals. I don't count eating by days. I count it by meal. You have 21 meals. You don't have seven days of food. You have 21 meals of food. And in each one, it says, how, do, how am I feeling? What do I feel like eating? Maybe you don't eat protein in one meal. Maybe you'll eat it for dinner. Maybe that, you know, vice versa. But this is the key to intuitive eating. First, you have to know how to do it. And who was I speaking to recently regarding this concept of first you have to learn how to do it right before you do it your own way. So I believe it was Mondrian who we know from doing very abstract, linear, two-dimensional paintings. When he started, he um, was a realist. When he went to school, there, there's a sequence, a famous one where they laid out his um the evolution of a tree and at first when he was doing the lines and then it was more realistic and then hyper realistic and this guy was studying how to draw this tree and then stripping it down and making it more simplified until the the tree ended up being you know two lines and a square but first he had to learn how to draw the tree right so first you got to learn how to eat and how that feels in your body before you start modifying and eating intuitively so I will leave you with that for today. Oh, somebody just have one last question. A bone broth, fantastic. Vitamins, minerals, amino acids. It's a great hug. It's not a complete meal. But bone broth is, bone broth is great as an addition to your meals. Or that's a great afternoon snack because in an afternoon snack, what we want is protein and good fat. That's what we want for fuel. So I leave you with these thoughts. If you have any questions, you can send them to me. If you want to come to an intro chat, sign up through the link in my bio. If you want to join us on the November 1st, um, seven-day ideal play challenge, sign up to that free event um, newsletter letter thingy, and you'll be in. I'm going to send you an invitation, and then you're in the club. You're in the gang, all right? So... Love to everyone. Have a fantastic rest of your week. And I'm here for everything you need. 
Thank you for listening. For nutrition, coaching, wellness offerings, and upcoming events, please visit my website, paolaatlason.live. And for daily musings and simple advice, you can find me on Instagram at paolaatlasonwellness. Sending love.